welcome to Awaken Podcast. I hope you enjoy the teaching. All right, friends, if you want to make your way back to your seats, that'd be great. Again, I'm Micah, if we haven't met. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're known around the cities as the church that sings that song at, for the kids. Um, Connor, was, uh, who's never led here before, uh, first hour, we were saying that uh, the kids are going to stay with us. And he's like, we're still going to sing the song, though, right? Yeah, totally. Um, one, of, one of our favorites. If we do nothing else at Awaken, like that will be our legacy. So um, not the worst thing in the world. Um, okay, friends, here's, um, we're going to spend a little bit of time uh, on these two words, remember and renew, this morning. Before I do that, I just want to let you know uh, where we're going in the new year. Um, some of you, I, I have been waiting uh, with bated breath, you know, what's the next series, Micah? I know, you've been wondering about this. I, I have been thinking about this a lot. I've asked some of my friends, uh, staff people here, I'm like, what, what does Awaken need? Like, what's the, where, what, what's the next series? What, what's the church need to hear? And so at our last uh, elder team meeting, we call it the pastoral advisory team, I said to the, to the, the advisors, <laughs> uh, I was like, what, where do you guys think we should be, what should we be talking about? What should we be doing? So we chatted, a few ideas came up, and then somebody was like, you know, Micah, you really love the Bible, and... Um, this is a church, so maybe, maybe we should just teach the Bible. <laughs> this just in from the elder meeting at Awaken. Pastor will now teach Bible. Um, no, seriously, we're going, uh, I think about some of the series that, that we've done at Awaken and, and some of the ones that I've enjoyed the most. Uh, and every now and again, we'll just pick a book and, and we'll go through it. And so that's what we're going to do in the new year. Uh, we're going to be in the book of Colossians. So up until Lent, we're going to be in Colossians. And uh, if you like to read ahead or like to know where we're going, if you like agendas before meetings, this is for you, right? We're going to be in Colossians uh, in the new year. And so I'm excited about that. Um, and I think that's all I have for announcements. So uh, let's do this. Remember and renew. You should have a piece of paper in front of you if you don't and you want to play along. This will be handy a little bit later. But um, I want to think about these two words just briefly this morning before we uh, have some time for response and for communion. Remember and renew. I don't know about you, but I am a very forgetful person. Um, many of you can attest to this. Uh, I have forgotten many of you at coffee shops, and uh, just recently I forgot Eva, who is one of our elders at a restaurant. It was one of those classic examples of like we talked about it over email or text, and I'm like, all right, that's settled. We've got a date. We've got a time. And then I'm just off to the next thing because that, that's we've got that, but it never makes it to my calendar. That's my nemesis. It's the whole conversation to calendar. It's the worst. Evidently, people have like systems for this kind of thing. And, uh, but I forget things all the time. People, uh, this is, it's terrible for my job, but it's actually quite good for my wife, Laura. She's mentioned to me before, like, you forget things all the time. Like, moments when I've said something that maybe I, I, I regret saying, or not, not that that's ever happened in 20 years of marriage, right, for Laura, saying anything she's forgotten. But um, if you're married to me, it's helpful because I don't remember hardly anything about the past or bad moments that we've had together. Um, unfortunately, I, I also sometimes forget the good ones, but I take great comfort in the fact that people in the Bible are really forgetful. One of the most common encouragements to the people in the Bible is remember or do not forget. Um, God says this to Israel all the time. Uh, one, one whole like, section of Deuteronomy chapter 8 is this idea of remembering and not forgetting. I'll just read a couple of select passages from it. 
God says, remember how the Lord your God led you all the way through the wilderness these 40 years. Goes on to say, your clothes didn't wear out, your feet didn't swell during those years of wandering. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in obedience to him and revering him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land with brooks and streams and springs, valleys and hills, wheat and barley, vines and figs, pomegranates, olive oil, honey, a a place where bread will not be scarce and you will not lack anything. And when you have eaten and you are satisfied, remember that it was God who provided these things. And at the end, he says, remember that the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant. Over and over and over and over again, the people of God are reminded or they're they're invited, they're encouraged to remember, to not forget. So as we end one year of 2018, and I don't know about you, but I am glad to say goodbye to 2018 um, personally. Maybe it was a great year for you. I'm done with it. Um, But is there... A, a moment, is there uh, anything that you're, you might remember? Uh, is there, are there places, people, moments that you're being invited to not forget, to remember? And friends, I'll, I'll be honest with you, remembering is not just about all the good things. I want to invite you to remember all of the things. If there was deep longing or desire that was unmet in 2018, don't forget that either. Uh, Richard Rohr writes a great book called Everything Belongs. And I actually truly believe that, that somehow in God's economy, I'm not one who argues that God causes every single moment in the universe, right? All the good and the bad. I think that's problematic. We could talk about that maybe when we get to Colossians. But I will say that somehow it all belongs. So even the longing, even the desire, even the unmet hopes and dreams you may have had, don't forget. So remember and I think sometimes it's easy for us to take credit and to, when all things are going well, it's like, oh yeah, this is great and whatever. And then when it doesn't go well, we say, oh God, where were you when this happened or that happened? But what do you need to remember this morning? Uh, one of the re- this is one of the reasons why God invites Israel to mark moments along the way. Uh, in 1 Samuel chapter 7, there's this great story of the Philistines fighting the Israelites and God does this miraculous and amazing thing And they're invited at the end of this passage in verse 12. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up at Mizpah and Shen and named it Ebenezer. Two two Hebrew words, Eben and Ezer. Thus far the Lord has helped us. In Joshua chapter 4, there's another story of how the Israelites were crossing the uh, the Jordan, not the Red Sea. So this is almost like a new Exodus story. They're crossing the Jordan and Joshua says to the people, Take 12 stones from the Jordan, and he says, in the future when your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones mean? You'll say to them, Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. So they they would gather these stones up, ad hoc, just sort of from wherever, wherever they could, and they would make altars. These places of remembrance, Eben Ezer, a stone of help that marked what God had done in that moment. And so even this morning, the invitation is for us as a community and for you as individuals to take some time to remember, to actually like write it down. I don't know if you know this, but when you, when you say something out loud, it, it's, a, it's like a connection that's made if you didn't say it out loud. Also, when you write something down. So if it's in your head or in your heart and then you put it to paper, something happens, like a groove, is, it goes deeper. So you're invited this morning to remember Put an Ebenezer together of the things, the rocks, the moments in 2018 that God has been faithful. But it's not only about remembering. I don't know if you guys watched uh, 
Napoleon Dynamite? Do you remember Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite? He's the guy that says, like, you ever wish you could just go back? Man, if coach had put me in, we'd have won state. I know it. This is the guy or the gal that sits down at the townie bar, you know, and just never left their hometown. You know what I'm talking about? And, like, their life is lived in the past, and they're just constantly recalling the glory days of old. Remembering is great, and it's a good thing. But if that's all we have for our spiritual lives, where we just remember and we think about all the things God has done, but there are no new encounters with God, if there's nothing fresh and alive, what that is is dead. That's a gravestone. That's a tomb. That's just a memory of the past. Do you believe that God is actually present in the world, alive and at work? Do you believe that God is at present and at work in this community Friends, I love this church and I love to remember the ways in which God's been present over the last eight years. But if all we do is talk about awaken of old, we will be dead. Like put a marker out at the edge and invite something else in because this community's done. But do you believe that God might be doing something new and fresh? In some ways, I feel like awaken is beginning again. As I've thought about like our church and where we are and where I am and where this community is in some ways, eight and a half years in, it's almost like a new beginning. It's this weird, bizarre place that I find myself as once a church planter and now a pastor of an established church. Like, how do I lead into this new thing God is doing at Awaken? And I don't know about you, but I'm hoping and praying and longing for and asking God for like new moments, fresh winds to blow through. That's one of my favorite songs we sing. God, would you awaken us to what you're doing? I was prepping for this week and I found this quote from a Mormon pastor, and I'm not sure why I was so surprised that like, something br brilliant might come from a Mormon. Um, that says a lot about me, and maybe too much something I'm working on, but I found this, and I was like, that is brilliant. So I'm gonna quote part of it, and I'm adding to part of it, but he says this about remembering and renewing. He says, when it comes to our own spiritual lives, we cannot rely on our ability to remember alone. If we do, our spiritual lives only exist in the past. This is why, in all remembering, we must remember to renew. We must commit ourselves to fresh encounters with the living God. As such, our testimonies will be continually fed with new spiritual experiences and encounters with God. There's this great moment in the Old Testament in the book of Chronicles and then again in Kings, it's Josiah. Josiah was one of the youngest kings of Israel. And Israel, as a people, had just kind of wandered off the rails. And the word of the Lord was sort of, uh, it was like radio silence. They had lost the book of the law, and they were kind of just wandering around doing whatever it is they were doing. And Josiah, and, and sort of excavating in the temple, finds this book, this foreign book, and he realizes that it is the book of the law. And he just like rends his clothes and he begins to, to read it and he begins to weep and he gathers all the people around and he says this in Second Chronicles. He says, the king stood by his pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and keep his commands, statutes, and decrees. Awaken. Is anyone interested in gathering around together and renewing our commitment to what it means to be the people of God together? To gathering around this thing, this well in the center, this living word, which is the Christ, and saying, we're renewing our commitment to this. We're renewing our commitment to you, God, and your, your work in us and among us and through us 
Would it be so in our day, God, do something only you can do so that our children and our children's children tell the stories of this community and what you did in it? Is anyone interested in renewing a commitment to what God might be doing in our life together or in yours? Maybe you're here this morning and you've forgotten some things or you've wandered from some things and you're saying, you know what? God, give me a new passion. Like, stir something in me afresh and anew. Would you renew something this morning? Maybe a commitment to a relationship or a a practice or a habit or something that you want but aren't doing. Would you take today and say, here I stand, I can do no other. And I renew this commitment to you. Find us online at www.awakencommunity.com or on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash awakencommunity or on Twitter at awakencommunity. See you next time.